Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. So do you remember... What your favorite word used to be? Fascist. And now that word is dominating the news because you have one group calling themselves Antifa, anti-fascists, calling the other side of people fascists. While acting like... Well, we'll get to that. Let's not give it away. <laughs> what is a fascist? How do you? How would know. you define it? I don't have a definition of fascist. Well, I define it as somebody who uses a power or a strength that they have to oppress another person by maybe like silencing their opinion, not listening to their opinion, not allowing them to speak. That's fascist. Okay. okay. A fascist can also be somebody who runs a Facebook group and pretty much does the same thing. You can type you can send this type of post and this type of post, but not this one, this one and this one because this group has to have my ideology. And then reason and what's when you think about it what's brilliant about that kind of approach is it's why fascists are scary is they're convincing everyone that look all these people agree with me. All of these people agree with me. Do you see that? Do you see any dissenting opinions? That's what's like, and then that's why they deal, and that's why they deal with dissenting opinions so harshly, is because they have to, they have an image to present. But the image was created by saying, well, you can't have posts that relate to this, and you can't have posts that relate to this, and you cannot have posts that relate to this. No negative posts. No criticism of any business in the city. So it sets your ideology out there, etc. And the whole group looks like they all agree with you, but they don't. We'll get back to that, right? So now we have a definition of fascism. So I like to troll YouTube and I found a video that I accidentally clicked on. And I do mean accidentally clicked on it. <laughs> and I, it was such a train wreck of, of human beings that I watched the whole thing. And now you've watched like 10 more of his Well, videos. but now I have like 7,000 of them showing up in different areas of my suggestions, which is where I work from. I don't generally work off of the subscriptions, which I don't know why. I don't know why would I bother subscribing if I wasn't going to go back and look there, but that's a different story. So anyway, I come across, <laughs> I come across an Antifa protest in Huntington Beach that this dude is going there to talk about. And I think... I think his show is called, like, That's the Point or something like that. Is this anyway, the one from a year ago that we watched? Yeah. Got it. So, anyway, he goes there to the, to the protest, and as soon as he tries to talk to anybody, this lady gets out a megaphone and starts yelling, Hey, hey, ho, ho, fascist pig, you must go. Hey, hey, ho, ho, fascist pig, you must go. What? Hey. She's screaming this in his ear. Why? Because she's trying to oppress what he's saying. So who's the fascist? 
the dude asking questions. Now you can say whether he was sincere or instigating. I don't give a crap. He was asking questions. And your response is to act like a fascist when you say, and one guy at the Washington DC one that, oh my God, blew my mind. He says to the guy, so you're willing to talk to me? Yeah. He goes, okay, so what we're going to do is I'm going to ask you some questions. You're going to tell me your view and then I'm going to respond with my view. And he goes, no, you're not. I'm not interested in your view at all. <laughs> Again, fascist. You're only interested in talking to other people who are like you. And so why do we bring this topic up? Well, I don't do Facebook. I do mostly Instagram and Twitter. And I'm pulling back from Twitter hard, like fast. I learned my lesson with Facebook and I'm pulling back fast. But I do Twitter. And the other day, there was a post about <laughs> Gavin Newsom. And I basically said fashion. something about, um, you know, oh, this guy, you know, he belongs in jail. Can you cite can you cite why he would belong in jail and like why he should resign and I said yeah actually I can. He he's corrupt. He made a, a mask deal for 4. Point something billion dollars and then makes masks mandatory in California. Huh. Wonder why he would do that. And you want to bet that very soon the government of California will have government issued masks that only cost 7.95 a mask. You watch. I saw something really interesting earlier. Speaking of the governor, apparently he has a winery that he founded in 1992 and somebody messaged them and said, are you available for tastings this weekend? And that winery replied that, yes, they're open for tastings this weekend. All appointments have been filled for Saturday, but there may be some available on Sunday. Uh Oh, this was just discovered. Yeah. Well, okay. We'll come back to that because what I'm getting at is then this other person chimes in like, you know, oh, you're you're wrong. You know, that never happened. And then I posted the article. Both of them blocked me after I posted the link to the article. Of course they did. You ruined their echo chamber. You're the worst. But like, that's just so dumb because I wouldn't have the beliefs I have today if I hadn't kept my mind open to listening to what's going on. That's a symptom of intelligence, keeping your mind open. It's the only way you learn. Like, you can't learn if you keep your mind closed. So, okay, so let's go back to this. I, I said that one of the things he was corrupt by was with this whole mask deal. And now you're talking about his winery has been open all this time and he's been making money. His winery is open this weekend when all of the other bars and everything in the state and wine tasting places have been mandated. And when was close. this discovered? I don't know. The post that people, I found. If by the time this podcast comes out, you California people who whined and moaned about Trump's business interests, if you aren't whining and moaning about Newsom's business interests, by the time this podcast comes out, you are a hypocrite. This post doesn't really have any nicely cited sources. So that's kind of Oh, irritating. that would be good to tell me before I made that statement. The website exists for his winery where it says that he's the founder. Okay. The part that I say is not provable is the conversation saying that his winery is open this weekend. It's just somebody's messenger conversation. Well, then they're stupid for letting that out. They should have had multiple people... Yeah. Make contact before letting it out, like different multiple people. Because then if different multiple people, independent of one another, got the same results, you know it's true. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> this is what our society has become. We have people who are actually fascists acting like they're anti-fascists. And when you think about it, it's pretty damn scary. 
Yeah. And then a lady was on Twitter saying, I came here from Lebanon and what I'm seeing is very, very scary similar. In Lebanon, they started screaming that everyone was, you know, a racist or something. And then they started changing our cultural norms. And then they started eliminating our history. And that's the same thing that's happening here. And I was like, wow, that's kind of scary. But there you have it. You got people claiming to be anti-fascists being fascists to fool you. And I think that's scary. That's scarier than the person who's just out there with what their beliefs really are. Well, yeah. But if you ask any one of those people, they don't think they're being a fascist and they would probably slap you in the face for saying they were being well, a fascist. They, they so. claim they're not racist, yet they're saying, see those people over there? They're all racist. But I say you're racist for calling them racist because they're doing what you're doing. They're expressing their opinion. They don't appreciate you. Well, that's their opinion. That doesn't make them racist. Right. It's like the thing you told me. What was it you told me about? Somebody said you were, you were racist because... Oh, nobody said I was racist. It was on the Libertarian page. And what Somebody was it posted a gif of that dude from The Hangover. Right, the gay yelling guy. gay. Because I don't, I don't even know what it's from. Anyway. Um, and somebody said them posting that and their anti-LGBT post made them a racist. So I get so sad when there are decent movements with decent idea behind them run by people who are too emotional to handle it. <laughs> because, like, go anyone who wants to forward the agenda of the LGBTQ people should not be running around saying that stuff. I, he was a pro-Trump person. I think he was just trying to be sassy. Oh. I don't think he's actually an ally or anybody who tries to promote anything for equal rights for... That well, specific so group of people. Yeah. He's just a piece of trash. Let's be Yeah, real. that's I wouldn't be advocating for that if I was him, but then because I told him that gay is not a race, then he called me triggered. <laughs> a triggered liberal, actually. It's it's an All agenda right. that they use though. It's an agenda that they use. They like to gaslight people now. That's the new thing. You know how many times I've been called a triggered liberal? A lot. Like the Do you British, want to know what I'm not? A liberal. Like the British guy today. Like the British guy today. Well, first of all, you know, you think about that. If you were talking to an Australian or Canadian, yes, you are. Well, yeah, it's different. But that's my point. Like, it depends on who you're talking to as to what it is. But it's a playbook that they use. They, they gaslight you. You know, the British guy telling me that, you know, oh, typical American with his head up his arse. And I'm like, oh, really? So... If you have a million infections and you have 10 people dead and you increase it to 2 million infections and 10 people dead, you have effectively proven that the virus isn't as strong as you thought because the death rate just went in half. But in your case, every time you get more cases, you get lots more deaths. So you're messed up. Just what I thought. Stupid American. Doesn't have anything to say. So I can tell you that just proves that you know you're wrong. What? I just gave you numbers and some logic. And like he kept calling me names and finally I called him Captain Chip, um, Captain Fish and Chips. Oh, geez. And he told me that I wasn't very original because um, 
um, no, I shouldn't be insulting him that it's rude to insult people in a discussion. And I said, oh, so I was first, um, I had my head at my ass. I was an idiot. I was a moronic American. I was this, I gave him like 19 things that I was. And then I call you that and I'm the one being abusive. Yeah. Dude, you can't gaslight me like that. It won't work. And then we'll get, what makes them mad is when you won't respond and like change your stance, they disappear. Yeah, that's how you get blocked. It's very interesting how often you get blocked. And sometimes you don't find out until like, let's say, let's say Ash was the one who blocked me. And then you respond to something I said under Ash's thread. You're not blocked. I see it. That's the dumb thing about Twitter. I see it. I go to respond to what you say, and it tells me, oh, you can't respond to that. You're trying to respond to a tweet that's either not there or restricted. Yeah, it's dumb. Whereas on Facebook, I would never have seen your comment under her thread where I was blocked. Right. So it, it's sort of, um, that's how you find out you're blocked. Because every time that happens, I click a person's name, go there. Oh, look, I'm blocked. And I screenshot it because I'm writing an article on my website about dumbasses that do this stuff. <laughs> you don't know what I think is funny? Every time a person calls you a triggered liberal, they're actually a triggered conservative. Well, yes, but here's the funny part, okay? Back to the Brit guy, because he didn't let me finish that story. He then makes this funny comment about how he's renting space in my head for free. Uh Uh-huh. And then posts a picture of uh, my website where I say, get into Mike's head. And he goes, I think I already have. And I laughed and I said, you know what, dude? I just realized something. I've never even looked at your Twitter profile, yet here you are, knee deep in my website. Looks like like it's me who's renting space for free in your head. And you know what happened? (laughs) Blocked me and never commented again. Children, I tell you. So this is what we're dealing with in today's society. We're in the middle. And you know, oh my God, now I'm getting, because I keep promoting Joe Jorgensen over and over and over and over. And then I get the, well, if you're going to waste your vote, you're just going to elect Trump. Good. You know, a vote for her is a vote for Trump. And I say, here's the thing. A vote for Joe is a vote for Joe. A vote for Joe you would is have to not assume, a vote for Joe Biden or right. Trump. You would right. have to assume that I would vote for Trump or Biden. Those things would never happen. So a vote for Joe is a vote for somebody other than Biden and Trump. Right. And if an, and I say, you know, I asked, I got one person really good. I said, so you believe in change, right? Like through protests? And he goes, yeah, of course. And I said, so why do you think it's effective when like, 50 people get together and then the next time you do it and the next night it grows to like 10,000 people and then you do it the next night and it grows to 100,000 people. Why do you think that happens? And he goes, because movements always start out small and by being consistent, they grow bigger and that's where change comes from. I said, yeah, exactly. So you got a third party candidate running for president who is not a crazy. They're decent. Why wouldn't you take the chance and vote for them when you're saying, well, Biden sucks. Trump sucks. Not voting for either one of those. She's not a wacko at all. And you look at her. Why not vote for her? Look, I have I have looked at what she has to say and seen her lives. She's not a wacko at all. She's a more libertarian Gary Johnson. Yeah. Only smarter. And slightly more female. Yes. Well, slightly more. <laughs> He's kind of feminine. Um, That's what I said. Slightly more female. But... 
that's the point. Like, why, who's wasting their vote? You're going to pick between two people you can't stand. And I'm picking somebody I think can do the job, but I'm wasting my vote. Oh, and by the way, you're Mr. I believe in protests and they have to start out small and grow. Great. So you bring yourself and five of your friends to vote for Joe Jorgensen. And then they do the same thing. And then they do the same. Guess what happens? The night of the election, the people on the news are going, oh, my God, this third party lady's winning the election. She's actually going to win. Ross Perot. Oh, no, nobody could win. Ross Perot sucks. Blah, blah, blah. He got 19% of the vote. I don't know who that is, but that's cool. He was a third party candidate back when. Oh, so it has happened where a third party candidate has actually gotten some votes. Yeah. Interesting. And he was like a, a billionaire. He spent a crap ton of money on it. But but okay. Tie it up in a neat little knot. Our society today, we need to stop being such whiny little babies. We need to listen to other people. And when we don't understand something, we need to ask a question. And we need to be able to get to a point where we disagree with one another but we don't hate one another. There, there doesn't need to be you're on my side or you're not. Because that's how it works these days. If you're on my side, great. If you're not, I don't want anything to do with you. It's wrong. I mean, what good is it for you to block me? I follow people that I don't agree with. So I can see what the other side of the coin looks like. Right. And it's not even a coin because it's a multifaceted like gemstone. There's sides to it everywhere. So... That We have to stop being little babies because we're never going to progress if we continue to be little babies. And I blame it on parents that are my age because they're the ones pushing the kids through the high school right now that are acting this way. You're saying that Gen X is actually the worst generation? Not the worst generation, but <laughs> they're not. They're kind of whiny. Yeah, they are. And that needs to change. Whininess has got to stop. Can we just change that and say that North Americans are whiny? And the whole, and the whole. So what do you want to do? I don't know. It's an epidemic with that age group. Not a pandemic? No. Okay. Um, Good, because one pandemic is enough. I don't know. Anyway, that's my opinion. That's how I wrap up all those topics into one neat little ball. You made me tired. Good night, everyone. Hasta la bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.